Yo, what is up, guys? And welcome to Excuse the Miamians, episode six. And today is August 17th, 2023. I want to thank everybody who's been tuning into every single episode. And I did make a little small error because Inter Miami CF is headed to the final. And if you did watch that episode, I did say at the end that it was episode six. But no, today is episode six. So sorry about the confusion if I ever ended up confusing anybody. But today is going to be like one of those loaded potatoes because we have so much news. First things first, I'm just going to recap everything that we're going to be doing for today. And then we'll just go with all the news. But the Miami Dolphins had a huge injury scare today. And that's no good. The Miami Heat schedule has finally dropped. So I'll let you know some of the big names that we have playing. Then Inter-Miami CF is headed to the final. When is the final? Who are we going to be playing? That's coming up next. And the Marlins lose the series against the Houston Astros. That is bad. At the end, we'll be reading some of our answers from our viewers. And we'll be asking a question as well. I mean, everybody who has a Spotify, thank you guys so much for replying. It really does mean a lot. And thank you so much to everybody as well who's been tuning in, who's been sending me messages on my private Instagram. You guys are awesome. Uh, I can't wait to continue doing uh, this because I love it. Like, I really do love just Miami sports in general. So welcome aboard if you are brand new to the channel or to the, to the, to the podcast. But first things first. The Miami Dolphins had a huge injury scare today, and it is Terrence Armstead. And if for those of you who do not know, he is the left tackle for the Miami Dolphins. He did suffer a pretty bad injury, supposedly, because he ended up getting carted off the field. And whenever somebody gets carted off the field in practice, that is not good. But the good thing about it is that Terrence Armstead was able to show off a video on Twitter of him walking. Okay, so he after everything... Everybody got got scared. I'm pretty sure the Dolphins wrote to him. They're like, yo, you got to you gotta put, put out a video or let the fans know how you feel. So he ends up putting a video. And he's like, I'm all good. And he was walking. So that's a good sign. Cameron Wolf, which is one of the Dolphins insiders, pretty big on in the NFL as well. He ended up texting, you know, Cameron Wolf, I'll be all good. And then he will most likely get an MRI done today just to check that the injury is not something pretty severe. But... If you do know, Terrence Armstead is a player that has been pretty injury prone and the Dolphins do sign injury prone players. I will tell you that. I mean, I've been a Dolphins fan for a long time. We usually do sign players that get injured, but I think it was needed when we did sign Terrence Armstead. He was the best tackle at the time. And if you guys do know, he played for the Saints two seasons ago. He was disgusting. I mean, nobody passed him. Okay. And then the Dolphins signed him last year and he was injured a lot. But the thing about him is that he, even if he's still injured, he'll be like, okay, I'm injured. I'll take a game off. But if it's like against the Bills or a big time name, he's going to come and he's going to play. So whenever he, he, I mean, most of the season last year, he sat down every single practice. I think that if you look at it, he would always have a non-contact injury, but in the injury report, he would always be there, but he wouldn't practice. Like it would say Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday did not practice, but then he'll just play in the game. So I think that it's fine if he does that i do know that he had surgery so i get what they're doing that they have to work him into practicing and getting into game speed because if you don't practice and you just had surgery it's going to be different for you just to go straight into a game and not have those in-game reps but listen i'd rather have him not practice for the rest of the preseason and just have him for the for week one we got to wrap him up in bubble wrap don't even play him dude i cannot have him getting injured because what happens is he no, nobody passed him like i said last season that guy was disgusting if you watch his tape he just did everything to stop o lines from attacking i mean d lines from attacking tua 
We just need to worry about the rest of the O-line. But if he goes down, Tua's going to have a major problem. I'll tell you that much. But hopefully Terrence Armstead's okay. We'll end up finding out probably tomorrow or sometime this week. I mean, it's already Friday, tomorrow. So we'll end up knowing. Um, Another pretty big Dolphins news is that Christian Wilkins, our defensive tackle, probably one of my, I mean, probably top three of my favorite players in the Miami Dolphins. He is actually sitting out and holding out because he of his contract negotiations. This is a player that deserves to get the contract. He deserves to be paid. And he is our captain. I mean, one of our captains. On top of that, he is one of the best defensive players the Dolphins have. He's always all over the field. And he's actually, in my opinion, one of the most underrated players. He wasn't voted last year in the NFL Top 100. This year, he's 81 on the Top 100. But in my opinion, he deserves to be like lower on the list. He deserves to be like top 50 at least. If you've ever seen him play, he does it all, dude. And the best part about it is that the Dolphins need to sign him because in the AFC East, the number one team has been the Bills for the past five seasons. And let me just tell you, when Christian Wilkins goes out here and he plays the Bills, man, Josh Allen hates him, okay? He gets on his last nerve every single time. And if you're going to want to beat the Bills, you're going to need Christian Wilkins causing up a storm, okay? You need that. And talking about a storm, it is raining super hard in Miami. So I'm sorry if you hear lightning, thunder, and rain in the background because it is pretty loud right now. But we need Christian Wilkins to get that extension. The good thing is that Mike McDaniel did say that contract negotiations are ongoing. So that is very good. Hopefully he gets paid before the regular season starts because we're going to need him starting game one we're gonna need that for sure the dolphins do end up playing on the 19th which is on saturday at 4 p.m eastern time so we're gonna be playing the texans like i said would i play any starters i don't think so i think that if anything we should play the starters next week just for them to get those in-game reps but then the dolphins take two weeks off until the regular season but that's pretty much all dolphins news that we got Hopefully Terrence Armstead's okay. Hopefully Christian Wilkins gets paid and hopefully everybody's healthy by the end of week one. Okay. We need everybody. In other news, the Miami Heat finally dropped the schedule. Well, I should say the NBA dropped the schedule, but what the Miami Heat did do was drop a hilarious video detailing the NBA schedule that they have for the season. So they did troll the Knicks on the video because the way that the video worked is that they were having like interviews and they were just interviewing people, but the people were representing teams. So some girl comes in representing like the Knicks about her getting the job. And then the Miami Heat were trolling saying that it's very, very hot in Miami. So the girl from the Knicks was not happy. And if you, you know, if you recall, a lot of ESPN, you know, commentators were saying that the heat can affect the way that the Knicks are going to play. But what's funny is that the Miami Heat are playing inside an arena with AC. So I don't know what the ESPN commentators were doing, but they never like to give the Heat credit. And another thing was that they had this guy job interviewing for the uh, for the for the Celtics for the Miami Heat and pretty much the guy was like, "Oh, I had a 97% chance to get this job and I didn't nail it." And that means that if you recall, once again, they only gave the Heat a 3% chance to go to the NBA Finals from ESPN statistics. So they were also trolling the Celtics with that one. But the video was hilarious. And I'm just, I'm pretty happy. 
So the Miami Heat season starts on October 25th, which is my father's birthday. That's the same day, like I said it last time, that the, <laughs> that the Marlins won the World Series against the Yankees. But listen, I'm getting off topic there. They're playing October 25th against Detroit at home. The Miami Heat finally get a Christmas game against the 76ers. And let me just tell you something. They have earned it. They have earned it because they did not get one last season and they did not get one the season before. So we deserve that, you know, that Christmas game. We really do. The Miami Heat are replaying against the Denver Nuggets, which is an NBA Finals matchup once again on March 13th. And the last game of the season is going to be on April 14th, 2024 against Toronto. Man, the the year is passing by. I'm not going to lie. Everything like 2023 to 2024, this year has gone, it's flown by, mostly out of any other year. That's honest truth. Inter-Miami CF is headed to their first ever final, and it's going to be against Nashville. This is the first time Miami is going to ever have the chance to win and get a championship. That's going to be great because I hope we win. It's going to be a tough one because they are playing against Nashville. And the Nashville-Monterrey game was actually very, very close. It was a 1-0 game until the end of the game. I think it was the 93rd, 94th minute Nashville scored. So they're going to be hosting Inter-Miami on Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Now, if Monterrey would have won, Miami would have been playing the final at home. But because it's the other way around, Nashville is going to be hosting us. Another good thing about Inter-Miami is that we ended up getting an invitation to play in the Copa Libertadores, which is in South America. Dude, let me just tell you that if you ever watched Copa Libertadores, it's like the Champions League, but of South America. And I hope that Miami ends up accepting that invitation. They go in. Some people on Twitter were saying that they hope that the MLS ends up talking and they're able to bring in an extra two clubs from the MLS to play over there. But I can't wait for that. I hope it's amazing because Inter-Miami has shown off now that... I mean, listen, they're in last place right now in the MLS. But we are in the semifinal for the U.S. Cup. And now we're in the final for the League's Cup. So if we're able to play play these matches, make sure that our team can play at a higher level, I don't see why not. You're giving all these kids experience, all these 20, 20, 19 and 21 year olds just experience to get better. And hopefully once this whole entire era of this Messi and Busquets and Jordi Alba passes by these, you know, these kids can play at a higher level and they can start learning from the players that we have right now. So, hey, I'm all for it. Hopefully they go to the Copa Libertadores and we'll see how good our team really is. And anyway... With everything said, we're going to be talking about the Miami Marlins. Yes, they lost against the Houston Astros. And they were actually, we won the last two against the Yankees. We were riding a three-game win streak because we ended up beating the Astros in the first game. But then we just got destroyed in the last two. So we'll, we'll detail the first game that the, the Marlins won against the Astros. It was crazy. It was a low-scoring game. But then we ended up getting three straight home runs, okay? That has not happened, I think, in over 20 years for the Dolph- uh, for the Marlins. We had um, Arias ended up hitting a home run. Then we had Josh Bell hitting a home run. And then Soler was the one who hit the first home run. It was crazy. I ended up... We, we watched the games on TV, but I get the alerts through MLB first. So I got the alert. I was like, what the hell? Soler hits a home run. Next thing you know, I look up, Soler hits a home run. Then I get another alert. Arias hits a home run. I'm like, what? This guy only hits singles. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Everybody always trolls him for that. But he ends up getting a home run. And then all of a sudden, I look at my phone again. I'm like, there's no way we hit another one. 
bro, Josh Bell with another home run. So that was actually really, really good for the Marlins. We won that first game, and those insurance runs really helped us out. But then the second game, we just got destroyed. And then yesterday, man, the game was close. I'm going to tell you that. And then I think it was the seventh or eighth inning happened where Houston just exploded, and we ended up losing 12-5. to five. We just got destroyed. But the game was close until that point. I think it was like 6-5 pretty much until the seventh inning, and then that's when we just, yeah, destroyed our bullpen has really struggled. I'll tell you that much. We've been one of those bullpens that we were great in the first half of the season. Second half of the season has gone down the drain. But I will tell you that the Marlins have gotten super lucky. The Cubs, out of all teams, have been losing. And they're the team that we've been fighting with. And the Reds as well. So there's only three wild card spots. Philly is in first. The last place team is the one that we got to fight for. And everybody's fighting for that one spot. Cubs, Reds, and Marlins are all tied for that spot. Insane. Hopefully the Marlins can win tonight. I mean, no, they have today off, and then they're flying over to LA for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Now, if you know, Marlins have usually gotten very lucky when they go to the West Coast. We're always playing the Giants. We're always playing the Dodgers, and we somehow always win those games. So hopefully luck is on our side, and we're able to get all those three or not two of three. But we need to win those games. We need to. Marlins need to go to the playoffs, bro. We really do. I think we've only been to the playoffs three times in our history. We need it a fourth time, baby. We need it. And then maybe, listen, in baseball, anything happens. You put that team into the playoffs, it doesn't matter what place you're in, you can win it all. Because we've already seen it happen in 1997 and in 2003, baby. We just need to sniff the playoffs. We go in there, we can do some damage. And anyway, we're going to be reading some of the answers from our viewers. I ended up saying um, on our last podcast, episode 5, titled Inter-Miami CF is headed to the final. Who is it that people prefer for Inter-Miami to play, Monterrey or Nashville? So we had two people saying Nashville, and one person said any of the two will be a great game. Bring it on. Hopefully we win, as you already know. And in our fourth episode, we had I, I had a prediction, and I asked people to give me their best AFC East rankings from best to worst, and it is the same exact way that I see it. The Bills are in first, the Dolphins are in second, the Jets are in third, and the Pats are in fourth. Now, the reason why I see it like this is because the Bills, if nobody's beating them yet, I don't expect, no, like, until somebody dethrones them, I do not see anybody yet dethroning them unless the Dolphins do it this season, but they're going to be in first place until somebody dethrones them. Dolphins, last year, they got second place. They deserve to, you know, I do think that they have a great roster to compete Hopefully, we do get Jalen Ramsey back from injury. Hopefully, nothing bad has to happen to Terrence Armstead. But with those players there, we definitely deserve that second spot. Hopefully, Miami does overthrow the Bills. But that's just how I'm seeing it right now. The Jets have not played anybody important. I'll, I'll be honest with you. The Jets last year did not play super, super tough teams. They haven't shown us what they are yet. If you did not hear the news, the Jets did have seven sacks against them in preseason. I will say preseason doesn't really matter, but they were there in practice and they got sacked seven times. So New York media will always, you know, they're always going to go up on, on any of the New York teams and let's just see how they handle that pressure. They're also on hard knocks. So let's see. And the Pats in fourth place. So thank you so much to who answered that question. I really do appreciate it. And I ended up actually asking, will Inter-Miami make it to the final? I made a poll. And it had eight people saying yes. Nobody's saying no. So 
I'm glad that everybody knew that Inter Miami was just going to make it. I mean, that's a good thing. So I'm going to be asking a brand new question. For those of you who are on Apple Podcasts, if you do want to follow me, you guys can reply to me there. But my question is going to be, should the Dolphins start any starting players in their next preseason game against the Texans? So will Tua play? Will Tyree Kill play? Will Terrence Armstead play? Will anybody play? Answer that question, all right? Should the Dolphins start any starting players in their next preseason game? Thank you so much to everybody who's been answering. I do really appreciate that. I appreciate all the support. If you guys can, follow me up on Twitter. As I said before, I don't know if I'll ever change the name. My best friend says that I shouldn't. But anyway, my Twitter or X is called at LoveMiamiSports. Follow me there. Let me know what's up. I will be making a link tree with a bunch of links. Like I said earlier, yesterday's, ep- I mean, the last episode, I do plan on making myself a discord to have everybody just unite there and have a great talk about Miami sports. And if anybody that's not from Miami sports wants to join in and, you know, chime, give us some great feedback on other teams. I mean, that'd be great, but I'm just happy, bro. I'm just happy. Also, I don't know if I'm going to get the next Madden because they destroyed the waddle. He looks like a zombie doing the waddle. They, I don't know what, dude, come on, Madden. You had one job and you guys can't finish the job. <sighs> come on, dude. Follow at Love Miami Sports on Twitter. I'll be making in, an Instagram soon. But with that, thank you so much for tuning in for episode six. And as always, excuse the Miamians. Have a good one.